Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have a great time today talking about how to really make your business successful by working on yourself is maybe the the best way to put that. So please join me in welcoming my guest today, Kay Sanders. Welcome, Kay. Uh, Thanks for having me, Deb. It's great to be here. You know, we really are going to have so much fun today. And hopefully people will learn a lot because what you've got is such great information. But let me start by telling people a little bit about you. So Kay is an intuitive business coach, best-selling author, and creator of possibilities. And I love that concept. She helps conscious entrepreneurs find the missing piece to make their business a huge success so they can make a big impact in the world and create more freedom in their life. Kay incorporates her gifts to help her clients create a strong mindset in order to implement effective systems and strategies to design a profitable and sustainable business model and creating a business of their dreams. Kay's motto is everything is possible, which she also heavily incorporates into her own business and with her clients to help them see all the amazing possibilities in life. Kay truly believes that everyone not only deserves but also has the ability to live a fulfilling life of success and possibilities. Wow. Welcome, Kay. Thank you. I mean, I couldn't have said any better. (laughs) I I love talking with people who, you know, a lot of times on my program, we're talking the nuts and bolts of business, how to do your website, what SEO is, how to use social media, all those things. But of course, none of those things really matter if you don't have that good foundation of your business and knowing what your business is and why you're in it and and all of those things. But let's take a step back and tell folks how you got into doing what you do. Uh, Yes, most definitely. Uh, Well, I initially started out as a holistic life coach back in 2012, and I got into that because I was working in a PTSD treatment facility, working with the military on like, uh, I mean, I was just an admin, but I learned a lot about my own little challenges that I had. I mean, at that time I had depression, also PTSD and all kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was really looking for things that can help me because when I was working there, I realized like, oh my gosh, you know, I have all these things too. I mean, that's stuff that I go through, you know, just not, you know, PT, I mean, uh, um, war related, mm-hmm. but that's when I kind of stumbled over the, the coaching industry. I'm like, you know what, this is, this is amazing because mm-hmm. I never really believed in, you know, counseling and talking about the past because the past is like, it's, it's, it's ugly, you know, the past is the past. The past. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then when I found out about life coaching and just coaching in general, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. So I got certified as a holistic life coach. So I learned about the holistic side, but not about, okay, how do you actually coach and how do you build a coaching business? So for a very long time, I was just really spinning my wheels. I had no clue what I was doing mm-hmm. until 2015. I'm like, you know what? I really want to make this happen because my desire is I want to help people, mm-hmm. especially because, I mean, I have gone through so much and made it out okay. And I want to help other people, you know, to do the same thing. So that's when I got certified as a, as a coach, as a personal development coach. 
But then I really realized that the business side, the systems, the strategies, the technology was more in alignment, was more my passion. So I really rebranded from a holistic coach to a business coach. Mm -hmm. And then just like this year, actually, that's when I found, or last year, I learned about my my intuitive gifts, my spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. So that's when I really also included the mindset piece into my coaching because like what I like what you said, like you can have all these different systems in place. You can have all the great websites and all these things, but if you don't have a strong foundation and for me I think the foundation is really the mindset because all of the systems and strategies because I, I really heavily work with my clients on the systems and strategies to create a sustainable business but also the mindset because without the right mindset you can blow all your money on marketing on a great website and all these different things but you're not going to get the results if you feel that maybe I'm not good enough I have fears of becoming successful I have fears of being rejected and all of those fears so that's when I really realized because I was doing a lot of mindset work for myself because I was having a lot of those fears and, and the, those type of things. So that's when I really I heavily incorporate that because I really found my passion for the spiritual side, for the mindset piece to really shift your mindset because you there are so many possibilities in life. I mean, it is insane. I mean, there's infinite possibilities in life, but so many people are stuck in their life. They think they are stuck where where they're at and they can't move forward. And I'm here. I want to show them that, you know what, no matter what life situation you're in, it doesn't matter. You can still come out. Okay. You can still create the life and business or whatever that is that you want to create. You can create that. It might might need some time. It might need a lot of work, but you can do anything that you want to do. And that's really what I what got me into the coaching is really also the passion for helping people step out of their comfort zone because I have done it for myself and I have seen how much my life changed. And that's why I have such a passion to helping my clients do the same. Right. You know, and and you talk a lot about mindset. And I think that is obviously, you know, a, a key or critical part of being a business owner and whether it's you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner up to, you know, a CEO of a, a large organization, it is about having that right mindset. And, you know, I've, I've had other guests on and we've talked about this and, and I just find it fascinating because we do have all of those gremlins, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you talk about that in your information that, you know, we, we have those little voices in our head and all of those other things that in so many ways are telling us, you can't do that. You're not good enough. You know, all those various things. And and it's funny because even if we don't acknowledge it, sometimes those are there. You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just as simple as, well, gee, you know, I'm at a networking event and I can't go up and introduce myself to that person because they're too important or, you know, they're the bank CEO or whatever. And you know, I, I have people who you know talk to me about my radio program and they say, how do you get your guests? And I say, well, I ask. I mean, you know, at the very least, they're going to ignore me or tell me no, but they're not going to say yes unless I ask. And, you know, and, and that's so true. You know, we have to ask for those things. And, and you know what? If they say no, OK, whatever, they're lost. Um, you know, and, and, and sometimes I've learned from those no's, you know, well, why not? Okay. You only do a half hour program, whatever, you know, all these various things, but we do, we have all those mindsets that when we're going into something that are kind of those negative thoughts and, and not positive also, you know, and, and, you know, so how do you work with people to get past those? 
Well, I mean, for, for the mindset, I really have a five-step process that I really take them through. And uh, that's also part of the ebook that I have on my website. It's really, it starts with discovering the possibilities because you need to, first of all, decide on, I mean, what kind of life would you like to have? You know, what right. can you create? And most often we don't, we just, we have those, you know, those, those blinders on. We don't really see further than, you know, what we can see right now. So I really get into, you know, what would you like to create in your life? What would, what would your perfect life look like if you could have like a magic want and create whatever you want so that's the first thing to really help them see what possibilities are there then we go into really detecting and uncovering the inner gremlins because Mm -hmm. and one thing that you mentioned is you know like you know they're asking or not feeling you know good enough but another thing is what a lot of people holds back is like the fear of success or the fear of asking for money because getting a no when you just ask you know do you want to be a guest is one thing but when you ask people for money you know because you're selling yourself Right. And that's oftentimes a big problem that a lot of people have is selling themselves. They would not have a problem if they would sell the company. So let's say they have a job and work for, let's say you're a coach or a consultant and you work for a company. Being in that and, and selling that service is a lot easier because you're selling the company. You're not really selling yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you're a solo entrepreneur and you have to sell yourself, you, I mean, even though you may have done what you were doing for 10, 20 years and you're really an expert, but you were doing it for someone else, but then now you're doing it for for yourself. It's like, oh my God, I have to sell myself. What if people don't like me? What if people don't, you know, reject me? And oh my God, I have to ask for money. Can I really ask for money? You know, all of those different things. So I really help my clients really uncover what is truly holding them back. And it can be things from all the way when they were a child, like the money blueprint, you know, their money story is something that can show up today. Let's say you were being rejected a lot when you were a kid. Guess what? That's going to show up today. If you're if you grew up, <clears throat> excuse me, and your family was very poor, and your parents always said, "Well, we can't afford it. We don't have the money." And oh my God, you have to work so hard to make money. Guess what? This is what you learned. I mean, it, that you made it your truth mm-hmm. because that's what you learned. Because as a kid, you don't know. So when your parents keep you know ingraining that into your brain, this is what's becoming your truth. It's not true. Because, I mean, there's so much money out there, but you made it your truth because that's what you learn. And that's what I'm going to show up today. So if you're trying to build your business and you can't make no money, it's because of your money blueprint. It's because of your money story. You mm-hmm. think you have to work your tail off just to come barely uh, to come by by barely or, you know, barely have enough money and making money is so hard. So, you know, really uncovering all of those things that my, that's holding my clients back will help them then destroyed and uncreated i heavily incorporate eft it's emotional freedom technique the tapping and other strategies that i have used for myself as well to really uncreate those inner grounds because it's one thing to realize what it is and say yes i'm past that no it doesn't work because it's in your core it's in your cellular mm-hmm. cellularly i always have a hard time saying that word <laughs> cellularly body you know it's mm-hmm. ingrained in you deep inside of you so you have to get rid of that and you know and, and, uh, include positive i mean yes you can do affirmations but if you have a limiting beliefs about let's say the money you can't mm-hmm. just put good stuff on top of it because it, it's 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 not going to work you have to remove the bad first in order to put good in so that's why i use eft now then what we'll do is once we've already un, you know un, uh, undeleted uh, uncreated the inner gremlins then we'll really decide on now that they got rid of the inner gremlins we look mm-hmm. back at what do they really want to create now that they got rid of all that you know let's revisit what they want to create and then really then i help them design the dream life with different strategies different techniques that keeps up the, the vibration because 
when it comes, I'm pretty sure, you know, you and your listeners have heard of the law of attraction. You can only attract to you what you're in the same, like the match of the vibration. So if right. you are having limiting beliefs about money, about, you know, getting clients, then what you're putting out is that making money is hard. Getting clients mm-hmm. is hard. You cannot attract more money or more clients to you. So with the tools that I give my clients is they can raise their vibration to the level so they can attract what they want. So they can mm-hmm. feel good about attracting what they want. Right. You know, and, and pricing, I think, is probably one of the most complicated things that, that someone has, you know, especially if they're starting out because they're thinking, well, I have no experience, you know, all of these various things. And it's, it's interesting because one of the things I've discovered is it's actually, and this is, you know, purely anecdotal, I think women have a bigger problem with this than men because a guy says, well, I'm worth 200 bucks an hour. And the woman goes, well, I'm worth that much, but I want them to like me. And, oh, I don't want them to go over their budget. And, you know, and uh, and we talk ourselves down partially because we're the nurturers, you know, and Mm -hmm. and I learned a long time ago that, you know, because I've I started my business. Oh, gosh, almost 20 years ago now. You know, I would I would give someone a proposal to design, say, a website Mm -hmm. and I would say, okay, for A, B, C, D, that will cost five thousand dollars. And they would come back and go, oh, that's more than I wanted to spend. And, of course, your first instinct, especially when you're starting out and you need the money, is to say, okay, I'll do whatever you want for whatever price you've got. You know, and, and, and it took me a while to actually learn to say, okay, so what is your budget? And maybe they said, you know, 2500 And, of course, this was back when websites cost lots of money to design because we were doing them from the bottom mm-hmm. up. There was not that thing called WordPress. Um, and so, you know, they would say, okay, I have 2,500 now, of course, you know, I should have got their budget to start with, but that's a different topic, but you know, and, and of course they're always going to negotiate. I mean, you know, that's just the, you know, and, and so say if they came back and said 2,500 rather than taking it as an insult to myself or, you know, trying to, you know, make things work, I would say, okay, so since you're going to spend half as much, that means we'll need to take out half of what we're going to do. What can you live without? Mm-hmm. And frequently, you know, sometimes they would say, yeah, okay, 2,500 is it. More than often than not, they would say, ooh, gosh, well, I still really do need did it. And maybe we might not get it back up to the 5,000, but they would definitely increase because they needed all of those bells and whistles and buttons and, and forms and, and all of those things. But it really was difficult. And, and that's one of those things that I've talked to people about so many times is they will say, well, my, you know, here's what I charge, but, and it's like, no, 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 but (laughs) here's what you charge. Yeah. Well, oftentimes it's also, you know, when people give you that rejection of like, oh, that's too much. It's they're stuck in their story because they might not be able to see, you know, what, Will I get out of it? Right, or, right. I mean, because, I mean, making like a $5,000 payment is, is painful. Even right. like for my clients, I mean, making that payment each month, it is painful. But it's really, I mean, that's just their story. That's just their lack mentality. Because when you work, let's say for, in my industry, I mean, I'm a coach. If you work with a coach, a coach is supposed to help you move forward. So the money that you're investing, I never say the price is. It is an investment because it's an investment in yourself, in your future, in your business that will help you move forward and really just letting you know really 
calling them on their story. I mean, that's just their story that they're mm-hmm. stuck in. It is not true because if you really want something really bad enough, you can't come up with the money. And I mean, of course, there might be certain situations where really the people are broke. But still, I mean, if you know that you're good at what you do, you should never lower your price. And that also goes back to, you know, when you lower your price, you're devaluing, devaluing yourself. Right. And then people will say, well, if she can't even stick to her prices, if she's lowering her price, then she must be not that good because she doesn't believe that she can charge that much. Right. So it really goes back to, you know, how certain are you that you can really produce the results? If you charge $5,000 and you know you're going to get your clients the results that they want, why would you devalue that? Why would you lower your prices? Because that would tell people that, well, she doesn't even think she can help me. So why would I even pay for that? Right. You know, and part of it is in showing that value. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe when I gave the proposal, I didn't describe well enough what we would be doing or, or things like that. Um, and then it's interesting because I worked for an agency, you know, many years ago. And the, the owner of the agency, he never would tell people pricing. You know, it was never on the website, never on brochures, anything like that. And and that perplexed me. You know, I was fairly new in the business and I'm like, well, don't people want to know? And his philosophy was charge what the market will bear because there are industries and people who expect that something will cost more. Doctors, lawyers, people like that. You know, and, and obviously I'm, I'm generalizing here, but, you know, a proposal to do a website for a doctor is probably going to cost more than, say, for a nonprofit. And, you know, and, and, and it was very interesting because once I started really watching that, it was true. You know, there, there were people that if I told them, you know, hey, it's, it's a thousand dollars, they, because they didn't see the value in a thousand dollars, then they wouldn't even consider it. Mm-hmm. But if you told them the exact same thing, but it was going to cost 5,000, they went, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so it's, it's kind of weird when you're setting pricing, you know, and, and clearly we're talking about products and services where you do have that flexibility, but you know, there are certainly ways around pricing, you know, say it is a nonprofit, you can offer a nonprofit discount. Mm-hmm. So you still have your big price, but you're giving them a discount or you're doing pro bono, you know, or maybe you do trades. You know, maybe it's an, uh, you know, a, a business that you can do some type of trade with. Now, those are a little touchy. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of, you know, those type of, of relationships because usually yeah. <laughs> something doesn't come out well on one side or the other. But you yep. never know. I mean, you know, and 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 so, you know, it's but the, the key to remember is exactly what you have said. We have to re- remember the value that we bring and never lower that. Exactly. Exactly. And now just kind of going back to the whole trade stuff. I don't, I really don't believe in that. I mean, yes, when I first started as a coach, I had done it. And also if I needed to work with someone, I didn't have the money, but then I really realized, I mean, how can you expect other people to pay for your services if you're not even willing right. to make that investment? So let's say as a, let's say a coach or consultant, you are, your, your, your monthly package is, let's say a thousand dollars or $1,500. If, how can you expect other people to pay that much if you are not even willing to make that kind of investment. So if you're only working with, let's say, a coach, then you're only tra- paying $500 a month, but you want to charge $1,500 a month, that, that it doesn't match. Mm-hmm. And then now with going back to the whole bartering, it's like there is no value in it because right. when it comes to providing a service, you, the other person has to have some skin in the game so they will do the work. And especially, mm-hmm. I know for a coaching industry, coaching can be very challenging for 
the client because I mean it, it can be uncomfortable if I have them do certain things or if they if I help help them go through something that is uncomfortable. If they wouldn't pay me, they wouldn't do the work because there's no skin in the game. But if they have to make that payment each and every month, it's like oh my god, I need to make the make the most out of it. That's when the success stories happen right. because when it's uncomfortable, that's when you go through the biggest growth. Mm-hmm. And then you come out on the other side, like, oh my God, I'm so glad I did this. Right. You know, so I don't, I don't believe in trade. I And also when it comes to law of attraction, you never want to do a trade because that tells the universe that you don't want more money. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and on the rare times when you do a barter or a trade situation, you know, have it very, 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 very clearly spelled out in writing, folks, mm-hmm. you know, because people forget we, you know, all these various things have it spelled out far in advance. You know, so that say, you know, say Kay and I were, were to do something where I would say, OK, I will provide you with a, a website that has five pages. It has this and this and this and this. And in exchange, I will get four hours of consultation. I mean, you know, you have to be so specific because, you know, there are people who deliberately take advantage. But there are mm-hmm. also lots of people who, you know, they just, you know, oh, really? I told you five pages on that website. I, I really meant four yeah, and all these things and and yeah, barter situations they're they're iffy at best. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and as you said, it is that whole law of attraction. Um, now, as a new business, you know, sometimes that happens. You have yeah. to do those type of things. But you know, again, if you are valuing yourself, then you're valuing your time. You're valuing your services. And, you know, and, and we don't live in a barter society. I mean, exactly. in, in other cultures, they yeah. do. And that's that's great. But, you know, we have to watch those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, bartering doesn't pay your bills, right? <laughs> right. I know. I can't go to my, my mortgage company and say, you know what? I'll design a website for you. you yeah. One thing they won't return my calls. But, you know, it's, it's and, and some of that is maybe the. You mentioned it at the start, almost kind of that fear of success. Mm-hmm. You know, we we think of ourselves as little businesses. And I'm putting that in my little cute little air quotes. We're a little business. And, you know, and, and so, okay, it's all right to barter and to ask those various. No, you know, think of yourself as that big organization that mm-hmm. deserves to have all that recognition because you wouldn't go to Starbucks and say, well, you know, what, what do you give me for a cup of coffee? <laughs> you know, yeah. because, you know, and, and, and all of those things. So it's, it is about having that big mentality. And, exactly. and it's funny because fear of success really is something that holds an awful lot of people back that, you mm-hmm. know, well, well, what happens if my business takes off? Mm-hmm. Well, holy schmoly, you know, it, that does bring a different set of, things you have to deal with. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. problems. Um, but there are so many people that think, well, you know, what if, you know, mm-hmm. what if, you know, what if, yay. Yeah. <laughs> and oftentimes like, you know, then you're going to have that fear of letting people down, you know, then you can also, you people have different expectations for you. And then you're this, you know, the celebrity and you're out there and people, they just watch for you to, to mess up and, right. and fail and then just rub it in your face. And you know, those are the things really that, that hold a lot of people back. And you know, the other day I watched a movie and it kind of just reminds me on a lot of entrepreneurs. The movie is called Naked. Uh, it's not, not, not the porn or anything like that. It's actually a, a comedy with uh, one of the Wayans brothers. And uh, it's, it's basically, he had relived the first, the last hour before his wedding over and over and over and over again because he had to learn something. And, you know, and at the end of the movie, I, it really, it hit me. I'm like, 
he was so determined. I mean, he relived that hour, I think, a hundred times, oh. if not more than that. And I mean, he even, there was times he gave up or he wanted to give up. He was trying to get out of town, see if he can, you know, escape that. But he kept getting pulled back and whatever he did, he could not get out of it. And then he actually said, okay, you know what? There's something to be learned here. And then he learned what he needed to learn. But then I was like, I wonder how many entrepreneurs are really that determined mm-hmm. to make their business successful because being an entrepreneur is a full-time job you have to work overtime you have to work holidays it's like it's a lifestyle it's not a nine to five it is a lifestyle you're gonna have those days where you're really like oh my god what the heck is going on am i ever gonna make this and i can't do this and oh my god i'm ready to give up but it's really are you really that committed if you would be in that situation right now where you have to relive the same day over and over and over and over again to make your business work would you do it right and if not ask yourself why is your mm-hmm. business really important enough and if your answer is yes and i mean that's like one of the things that you know that i kind of also had a realization about like you know i also have a little fear of success you know going to that next level but then it really hit me i know i want to be in business i want to i have this big vision i've seen my future i was doing past life regressions so i've seen it and yes i want it, but oh my god it is scary and that's really oh that can hold you back but it's really getting clear do you really want it? Would you do whatever it takes to make it work? Even if you're at the brink of losing everything that you have, being completely flat broke, would you continue? Right. Or would you give up and get a job? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and a big part of determining your success is obviously planning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and so, you know, for example, you know, you might decide success for you is doing 35 hours a week of coaching, just, you know, picking numbers out of the air. And, you know, maybe you're, you know, at 15 right now. I know you're much more than that, but, you know, I'm, you know, and, and so then when you start approaching that 35 hour mark, then you get to decide. And, and I want to be clear that you get to decide, are you going to go over that, you know, or are you going to say, this is enough. And I think that is, is kind of what might, Help people when they're, you know, they're thinking, well, what if I get too successful? What if I grow too big? Well, if you'd had those, that structure in place to say, you know what, I'm going to be a public speaker, but I'm only going to travel twice a month. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to do. I mean, you know, I talked with uh, a guest and this was many years ago. He said, you know, that was he it, for him. That was, you know, that was the, the thing he would only do two traveling presentations a month because his family was mm-hmm. what was so important to him. And then he had to pick and choose. Yeah. You know, he got to the point where he'd have five, six, ten requests a month. So then he, he would pick and choose. So he didn't allow things to push past the point of him being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and I think that is something that people need to realize is it, it, there is yeah, – too much success, but that's only because you allowed that to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so that does come back to what we've we've been talking about. What is your mindset? How have you planned? You know, what is the ultimate for you? You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and and that's I think that's something that a lot of people don't stop to think about is what would success mean? You know, exactly. success two presentations a month where you're traveling and you know and, and all of these various things, you know, forty hours a week of, of consulting and not just, you know, busy work and, and all of those, you're paying the bills and all those other things that your business has to do, you know, and, and so that's, I think where it, that is part of that mindset is Mm -hmm. what 
is success to you and, and exactly. to you, not to anybody else, not to anybody else, not even your spouse, your partner, your, your whoever. It's what is success to you. Exactly. And success can really be defined in many ways. I mean, some people, they define success by how much money they make, how many clients they make. It doesn't matter what maps is, what do you define success? What is the success for you? And, you know, when I first started out, like, you know, one of the coaches that I had worked with uh, back then, she was telling me that, well, how can you coach, uh, you know, entrepreneurs on business if you're not even successful yet, if you don't have no clients yet? I'm like, whoa. But at that point, I was already a best-selling author. I have mm-hmm. created an online course. I have done all these things. And I have helped people, mm-hmm. I mean, for free or very low cost, but I've helped people. So you know what? In that in that sense, I was already successful. And I have done things that many people don't do. I started my business. I've done, I put myself out there. That's where a lot of people have that fear from. Well, if I put myself out there, I'm out there. Oh my God. You know, what if mm-hmm. the people judge me? Right. But you know, what so, if they don't like me? Exactly. But you know, it was like at that point, I was really defining my success by the money I was making <clears throat> or not making or the clients I had or didn't have. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I was defining my success because that's what she put in my head. And right. my, my, then I actually dropped her, but I worked with another coach and he really helped me understand that success can be defined in many different ways. It doesn't have to mean how much do you make each month or how much, you know, how many clients do you have? Really success is defined by how do you feel about what you do? And, you know, if you've helped people in the past, if you've done certain things to move forward, then you know what? That makes you successful because you have done things that many other people don't have the guts to do. First of all, you start a business. How many people are out there that wish to start a business but never do because they Mm -hmm. simply don't have have it in them? Mm -hmm. Right. So that makes you a success right there. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I want to talk more about your Mindset Mastery, which is a program that you have. But you've got this great little ebook that you can download. And I downloaded it. Um, it's called Mindset Magic. And it's you talk about the five essential keys to instantly shift your mindset, build your confidence, get unstuck, and design the life and business of your dreams. Now we want people to download it, so we're not going to, to you know to give everything away you know just on the radio program, but they do find it at ksanders.com, so you know please go there. But you know let's let's kind of walk through these you know just you know kind of a, a, a you know a, a, a seventy thousand foot view of the five essential keys. So what you know let's let's just start with the first one, which is discovering the possibilities. Let's you talk to us about that. I mean, that's like one of the things that I mentioned earlier already, you know, when I, the way I work with my clients on the mindset, but really discovering the possibilities is really, you know, getting clear on what could you do if you could not fail. I mean, if you really think about it, what would you do in your life, in your business, with your health, with whatever it is that you want to do, if you could not fail? Because that's really what stops a lot of people is, well, I can't do this because what if I fail? You know, I'm not good enough, you know, but if you take all that out, what would that be? What would that look like? Mm-hmm. You know, and getting really clear on those possibilities, because like I mentioned earlier, you know, there are so many possibilities. I mean, there are infinite possibilities mm-hmm. in life. If there is something that you want to create in your life, if you're not happy in your life, you have the power to change it. But first, it's like you really need to get crystal clear on what is it that you really want, because the universe can't give you what you want unless you are clear on what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. So that is really the first step is really discovering what would you like to create in your life? What are the possibilities that you're not seeing yet? Mm-hmm. Well, and you mentioned that people think, what if I fail? Mm-hmm. Well, 
so what? <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. We were talking before the program about the fact that we have to fail. We have to have bad things happen to us. You know, all of these various things in order to learn from them and move on. Exactly. So nobody has success all the time. You know, Michael Jordan missed the majority of shots he took. You know, all of the, the big business people in the world had businesses that failed. Yeah. You know, we've we've had relationships that have failed. And hopefully we thought, hmm, not going to pick a partner like <laughs> that again or a friend or, or whatever. We have to have those bad things in order to learn from them to go forward and have good things. But then in, on top of that is also you need to leave your past behind because you know, when you leave the past behind, that doesn't mean that you're going to forget about the things that happen. Mm -hmm. It's about leaving the pain, the disappointments, right. mm -hmm. the challenges, you know, the, the, the icky feelings about it. Leave that behind and really mm -hmm. take the lessons. And one thing that my coach taught me, and that really was a game changer for me, is because I've gone through hell and back. When I first came here from, from Germany, I went through hell and back. And I actually thought that, oh, my life is ruined. Oh, my God, my life is like you're crappy. Oh my God. You know, and it was really like, he helped me see that everything holds a gift. Like I have fibromyalgia. And at first I thought that that's ruining my life, but in reality, it helped me quit my job. Right. So I saw it more as a gift. So anything, no matter how bad it is in your life, it is putting you on the path that you're supposed to be on. And some of the things might be a stretch and you might be thinking right now, what the heck is she talking about? I'm in the situation and this is not, that is not normal. But you know what? I've gone through a lot of bad things where I was thinking, what the heck? Why am I going through this? But if I wouldn't have gone through this, I would not be where I'm at today. And I love where I'm at. I love it. <laughs> you know, and yes, it was a challenging time. But now it's like also not just learning from it, but then leaving the past right. in the past. Because the past will only hurt your future will only keep you stuck but when you let go of that you can move forward you can take the lessons that you have learned and move forward and impact your future positively rather than if you're holding on to all that negativity all that pain or why i failed so many times in the past i got no's i got so many no's and people just don't want to work with me if you hold on to that the next time you're going to be talking to a potential client, you're going to think, well, you know all these other people told me no before so that person's going to tell me no too well guess what you're going to get you're going to get uh, no. a no. Right. But if you're thinking, okay, well, you know, maybe I wasn't effective back then, but now I'm going to go in with a whole other attitude. And, you know, because the more no's you get, the closer you get to a yes. Right. Well, and as you said, it's, to, it's important to learn from those. Exactly. Why did you get the no? Was the pricing wrong? Was your information not clear? You know, all those various things. And, and you learn from that, um, you know, and, and, and that's where it's, it is important to, you know, if possible, ask folks, you know, why did you say no? You know, was it that you didn't like my website? You didn't like me, you know, you, you know, all these, and sometimes they, you know, they're not going to tell you, Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know and, and, but, but it is important to sit there and think about, okay, well, my business went bankrupt because, you know, and, and then, you know, kind of go through that process. You made bad business decisions, bad business partners, you know, all those various things. Okay, so now I know to do this, this, and this, as opposed to the next business I have is going to fail too. I mean, you know, and, 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 you know, so much of this is a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you think you're going to fail, you will fail. Oh, yeah. If you think this is going to be a success, then you'll be a success. Now, you know, we're not Pollyanna, you know, things, things still happen, mm -hmm. but you know, again, learn from those things. 
Well, one thing that I have learned was, you know, if you don't get what you ask for or what you desire right now, it doesn't mean that the universe is not trying to give it to you. It might just be a detour because there might still be something that you need to learn or let go of in order to be ready for, for, you know, allowing that stuff to come, or maybe you're not even allowing it to come to you. That's another thing. It's like, you need to allow, you need to know what it is that you want, but then also need to be open to receiving. Cause if you're not open to receiving, it's like, you know, clo- doors closed. I mean, you know, it mm-hmm. can't come to you, you know, so that's, that's very important as well. You know, and, and you're so right that maybe the time is just not right. You know, I think we've probably, uh, in a lot of cases as business owners, bid on contracts that might have been a little bit beyond what we could do. And, you know, and, and for whatever reason, we didn't get it. You know, I've, I've certainly done that where I have bid on contracts and kind of had that, oh, my gosh, if we get this eek feeling. Uh-huh. Um, now, maybe I shouldn't have bid to start with, but, mm-hmm. you know, it was also one of those where I thought, okay, I can have that eek feeling and still make it happen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the universe was thinking, no, now's not mm-hmm. not the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, 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 and that happens in personal relationships also. You know, I love the stories that I see on Facebook where somebody says, you know, they, they refound a friend, you know, that, you know, or, you know, a loved one or something like that. That, you know, they, it now is, you know, now is the perfect time, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't before. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, just keep that in mind. Now just might not be the right time for something to happen. Exactly. And that's where a lot of people get hung up at. Like they want it right now, but they're not open to, you know, to the guidance that they're getting because, you know, there's something that you need to learn. And even if you're in business right now, and let's say you don't make a lot of money yet, or you don't have a lot of clients yet, it is probably because maybe there's still something that you need to learn. Maybe it's something your mindset that you need to work on. Because one thing is like, when it comes to business, it's really 80% psychology, inner work, minds and work, and only 20% of actually action. I mean, I'm not saying you can't do any actions, but you need to have that, that strong mindset because, you know, one thing that you also said earlier, you know, when you, when, I mean, when you talk to someone, it's not just about when you get a no, it's not just about that maybe your pricing was wrong, your presentation was wrong. It is also, how did you feel about it? If you go into right. a conversation with a potential client and you have these self-doubts like, oh, I don't think they're going to pay me or I don't mm-hmm. think they can afford mm-hmm. me. They're probably going to say no anyways. Even you can have the biggest smile on your face. You can be like mm-hmm. all upbeat, but when you have have those thoughts you're pushing out a, a negative energy a negative vibration that your uh, your uh, potential customer picks up and then right. they are confused and a confused mind will not buy so they're going to say no so if you get the no it might not be your offering it might not be you know how you presented it you may have given one heck of a presentation the best presentation you gave ever but if you don't believe that you deserve to get that client to ask for the money or you feel uncomfortable. If it comes about the mindset piece, you're Mm -hmm. done. You're not going to get that client. So that is so that's why the mindset piece is so very important. It's also Mm -hmm. anything that you're pushing out, any blog posts, any videos, any content, any, when you're going on interviews or anything like that, if you don't have that strong mindset that you know what, I am good at what I do. I deserve more clients and all of those things. You're not going to get the results that you are hoping for. So if you're putting into like, let's say if you're doing any advertising or anything like that, and you have an icky feeling about it, if you don't really think, oh, yeah, I'm not sure you're blocking it right there. 
Right. So the, even the best strategies are not going to get you results if your mindset is not right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and you have to know yourself and your capabilities. Um, you know, I was remembering I had a client one time that wrote a book. It was a fabulous book. You know, loved it, loved it, loved it. But she told me that her goal that for, for me to do publicity was to get her on Oprah. That was that was her goal. And I said, mm, OK, and, you know, and, and and I said, but let's walk through this first. And I wasn't trying to burst her bubble, but I said, you know, we need to be realistic about this. You know, if you if you got on Oprah, you know, because you've got this great book, all these various things, could you fulfill the demand that that might be? You know, could you could you all of a sudden have 20,000, 30,000 books that you could immediately sell? Oh, no. Um, you know, I had clients one time that wanted to run this special offer where, you know, you, it was it was a huge offer. And I said, that's great. But what if and, and they were a hair salon? I said, what if you got more clients than you could handle and you had to turn people away? I said, so let's you know, let's think about this. So maybe rather than 50 percent off of a haircut, it's 25 percent off of a haircut or we send that it was a direct mail piece. Maybe we send it to a smaller area. I said, because the worst thing in business is to have to tell somebody, well, gee, I can't do that now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't sell you that book. I can't give you an appointment because boy, does word get around fast if that's what you Oh, say. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the next, and we've really talked about this a lot, is detecting and uncreating your inner gremlins. You know, and, and those little buggers, boy, those gremlins are there. And, you know, it, it is hard to find them and to acknowledge them. I think that probably is one of the, the tricky parts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and it's painful, you know, for somebody to, in many cases, be going back to, you know, you mentioned childhood. Maybe it's relationships. Maybe it's, you know, a boss fired you, all these things. How can you really kind of get past those little gremlins saying, you can't do this. Well, you know, it really goes down. I mean, when it comes to those inner works, it is painful. I I mean, I've cried so many times when I was doing my inner work, but it is necessary because, you know, it goes back to how determined are you to make new business work? Because if you're stuck right now, if you can't get mm-hmm. past whatever is holding you back, if you don't have enough clients, guess what? It's probably because you have inner gremlins that are telling you, no, you can't right. do this. Your mm-hmm. ego is trying to keep you safe. And, mm-hmm. you know, ego doesn't like change because, you know, right. change is uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. in order to really break through that, you have to really dig deep but the thing is when it comes to uncovering your inner gremlins it's like an onion you peel one layer back and then something else comes up so you right. always have to it is a constant thing it's not just one thing that you do on one weekend and you're done with it i mean it's mm-hmm. like continuously you have to keep working on that and then the thing is i mean i do teach my clients different strategies that they can use to to really release it like for example that I always have a hard time saying it, the Ho'oponopono mantra, you know, it's like something that releases the, the negative feelings around it. Then EFT is another thing that I teach my clients because once you, you know, once you realize that, that you have those inner gremlins, you can't just, just realize it and then, Okay, that's it. I know now what's holding me back. Okay, no, let's move on. They don't just go poop. Exactly. They they, want to stay with you. I mean, you were their home for a very, very long Mm -hmm. time. They don't just want to leave. And just by you wanting them to leave doesn't work that way. You literally have to release it from your cellular memory, memory, Jesus Christ, from your core, from your you know internal body, you have to release it. But then when you release it, it's like... 
this weight is lifted off your shoulders and they mean like, wow, I feel so much lighter. I mean, I do so many different strategies to help me, you know, stay, you know, get rid of me, my inner gremlins. And the thing is, when it comes to your inner gremlins, they're going to try to come back. The next right. time, let's say you're working on rejection and, you know, fear of failure, fear of success or whatever. And then you feel like, oh, yes, I'm good. And then you have the next call and you get another no. Oh, crap. I'm right back where I was. Because uh, your inner gremlins, they're trying I to come back. I better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's your inner gremlins trying to come back, knocking on your door. Hey, I'm still here. I'm still right there. I can come right back. And that's mm-hmm. like, you know, you keep doing the work. And it's like it is so powerful when you really look in your past. When you look in your, you know, your, 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 all your life, all the things that, that upset you, if there's anything that you can think of when you're in first grade and anything that comes up that upsets you, it is, it is affecting you today because it still has a, a hold on you, a, a tight grip on you. So you might not think so because it, it's very unrelated. But if you look at your life right now, it shows up somewhere. So it may be when you were a kid, you kept getting rejected. So if you're looking at your relationships, how are your relationships going? Do you can't mm-hmm. keep getting rejected? Do you have one boyfriend or girlfriend after another? Or do right. you, are you having a happy relationship? So something that happened way in the past still shows up today. Anything mm-hmm. that comes up where you have like that feeling that, you know, that little kick in the gut, you got to uh-huh. release that because that right. will show up right now in your life. And mm-hmm. there are so many powerful strategies out there and tools that you can use from mind movies, from meditation, affirmation, EFT. And that kind of goes actually into the whole, you know, I'm already stepping ahead. But, you know, designing your dream life is really having those tools in place that help you not only getting rid of your inner gremlins, but it also keep a positive attitude. I mean, we talked about right. earlier about law of attraction and you can only attract what you are vibrating on, like the same match of the vibration. You cannot mm-hmm. attract more clients and more money. If you are having a lack mentality, you cannot attract a super successful business. If you're, ha- if you're thinking, Oh, I don't think I can do this. I'm not good enough. It is, does not match. You know, it is like too far apart and you need to raise yourself up to the same level of vibration of the same that the things that you want to attract into your life Mm -hmm. so if your life is not where you want to be right now it is probably because you have those inner gremlins that are holding you back they're trying Mm -hmm. to keep you safe and unfortunately also broke and very unhappy right you know you know and and often you can't find those inner gremlins yourself um, you know, so you do have to work with a coach and, you know, and, and you mentioned this and, and I want to make sure that, that we, you know, touch on this. Sometimes it does take a mental health professional, you know, depending on what it is, you know, you or it might be, you know, a chemical imbalance, you know, so you, you know, all these various things, you know, and, and so we really don't want to make light of this. You know, it's not that you're saying, well, you know, I've got this gremlin and hmm, I'm never going to think about what my third grade teacher did again. You know, you you have to come to grips with it. And quite often you do need help. And, you know, whether it's a mental health professional, a mastermind group, a a coach, whatever it is, folks, that's okay. You know, you'll be better off all the way around when you have released those inner gremlins. And, you know, just going back to, you know, why you should get help, because oftentimes we don't want to allow ourselves to figure out what's holding us back because we are afraid of that. It's being painful. We don't like pain. So if you have a hard time really figuring out what is holding you back, you know, 
by working with someone and like when, when every time when I work with a client and they say they think it's this, I'm like, no, I don't think this is the problem. I think, you know, let's mm-hmm. dig, dig a little deeper. So I help, right. I guide my clients to really dig deep. And then they're like, whoa, I never thought this would be the problem. I know I have done the same thing with my, with my coach. I'm like, whoa, that is mm-hmm. amazing. I mean, I just had a major breakthrough the other day because I had this major realization. I mean, I do a lot of things though. I mean, I've even done past mm-hmm. life regression to really mm-hmm. help me figure out, you know, cause even your past lives are still attached to your soul right now to your mm-hmm. current life. So there still might be something that happened back then that's affecting you right now, but it's really, you know, getting that help. That's, that's the thing. And I mean, I don't want to step on anyone's toes, but I don't believe in counseling. I don't. Because, I mean, I've, I've been in that field. I've tried it myself mm-hmm. uh, back in the days. I just don't believe in it because anything that we, if we're ex- experiencing anxiety, depression, we made ourselves go into that. And I know that from a personal experience because when you have one bad thought, it turns on another, another, right. another, and you're going down that rabbit rabbit hole so bad, so fast that you're like, Oh my God, I'm just so depressed. I'm like, I got anxiety. I got depression. And you know, in all honesty, you can get out of that just because right now, just imagine if you're really depressed right now, if you sit up straight and you put on a, a smile and sometimes you can really got to fake it until you make it. But when you put mm-hmm. up a smile and it, maybe even just laugh, it's a fake laugh, but it's a laugh. Right. You're mm-hmm. shifting your vibration. That's mm-hmm. how you get out of out of depression. Every time when I have a bad day and I'm just like, I mean, I'm an empath, so I'm very sensitive to energy, uh, to negative energy. So when I have a bad day and I'm just like, you know, going down like, oh, my God, I feel like crap and I feel depressed, mm-hmm. I shift my vibration. I shift my energy. You can shift it in an instant. And Tony Robbins always talks about it. You can shift your state because depression is state. You can Mm -hmm. shift it in an instant. And that is so powerful. So that's why, Mm -hmm. that's why I don't believe in psychology or you know, because that's all about the past. You know, we talked about leave the past in the past. The past doesn't really matter no more. But, you know, that's, that's me, though. I mean, I know a lot of people, they might might see your counselors and they, they get benefits out of that. Me, personally, I don't. I'm more into right. the spiritual side. And mm-hmm. there are so many different things that you can do to really shift your state where you don't need to take medication. I used to be on antidepressants and anxiety medication. I stopped that two years ago because I figured out different strategies that help me shift my state mm-hmm. so I can right. go back to medication. Right. Well, and it's it's about finding what works for exactly. you. I mean, you know, that's that's the important thing. And it's funny, bef- you know, before the program when we were just chatting, we were talking about what you, what and who, <coughs> excuse me, you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. You know, are you around negative people? Are you watching the news? You know, oh, got to love the people that watch CNN, Fox, whatever, 24-7. You know, I'm I'm a PR person and I was always taught that if it bleeds, it leads. So, you know, when I was when I was pitching stories, we didn't you know, yes, we pitched positive stories, but the, the negatives were going to take priority. And some you know, sometimes they have to because they're protecting your safety, you know, all of these various things. But it can be so depressing, you know, and are you know, what are you watching on TV? I remember, um, you know, way back when September 11th first happened, um, you know, we, we recently had the 16th anniversary of that. But when it first happened, you know, we were consumed with the news. I mean, you know, and, and we watch and we watch those towers come down over and over and over again. And pretty soon I turned on I Love Lucy reruns. And 
that just, it put me in a totally different mental state. You know, sometimes it's taking a walk. Sometimes it's, you know, reading a funny book, you know, all these various things. But if you've put yourself in a negative place and you're surrounding yourself with negativity, it's pretty hard to be a positive person. Yep. And it will show up in everything that you do in your life. It shows up that you're going to might have health and health problems. Mm-hmm. You're going to get maybe, you know, feel, uh, gain weight. You're going to be all agitated. You don't want to do anything. You're going to be fatigued. And it's all because of the negativity. But once you really shift your vibration into more positive state, you know, everything and really put more joy in your life. That's where a lot of people, I think, struggle with. You know, they don't have a lot of joy, especially as an entrepreneur. If you work your 14, 12, 14, maybe 16 hour days, you know, 24, I mean, uh, seven days a week, where do you have time for joy? Right. You know, and that is so important. You, you need to also do things that are joyful, that put a smile on your fa- mm-hmm. face, that make you laugh, because that will help you shift your vibration. And you want to be in a high vibration in order to attract what you want to attract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes it's it's pretty easy to do. Um, you know, and, and, and I, you know, like, Changing the TV channel, turning off mm-hmm. the TV, you know, getting off of Facebook, all those various things. But, you know, it, sometimes it is more difficult because it might be a relationship. It might be a job, you know, all those various things. But you have to do it. And, you know, it is finding those gremlins. It's doing all of those things. But that leads us into step four that you talk about. And that's deciding on your new and better life and business. Yeah. You know, we don't have to be stuck you know, I hate that word stuck, but we're stuck, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we get stuck in that rut, in those self-fulfilling prophecies, you know, and, and so it is about going, okay, you know what, now I'm going forward. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really then also having those different tools to, uh, that you can, you know, turn back to, you know, having like a daily routine. I mean, I have a daily routine and I do so many things every single day. I meditate every single day. I mean, I don't really work out because, you know, my body doesn't like that. So I haven't really convinced my body to do some yoga, but, you know, I still do stuff to shift my energy, to shift my vibration. I do EFT every single day to keep me in that high vibration because I realized, you know, once you really step back and, you know, you let the universe do its thing and you stay in that high vibration, you would be amazed. And that might be a little too woo-woo for certain people, but you will be amazed when you surrender what you want and when you just work on, you know, being, doing, taking inspired action, shifting your vibration and really being in that, in that, that high vibration and good mood you will be surprised what would happen. I had, you know, so many things happening over the last few weeks, you know, once, I mean, I've been going through a lot of, you know, cleaning, cleaning house, cleaning house, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, once I really step back and let the universe do its thing, and I mean, some people might, might call it God or the divine, whatever, you know, but once you step back, you will be amazed what will come to you. Once you, do, you detach from the outcome, you know, and just let the universe do its thing, you get more clients, you make more money, you sell more products. It is really, truly amazing. But it really goes right. back to you need to get rid of your inner garments. And you have that, that, that good picture of what you want to create in your life and feel good about it. That's mm-hmm. the key. Right. You need to feel good about it. And then you need to let it go. You need to detach from the outcome and let it happen and be open for it to happen. 
Well, and you have to be part of that process. You yeah. know, this isn't just, I'm going to sit on the couch and wait. Oh, for no, 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 no. You're going to meet the, you're going to meet the universe yeah. halfway. You're going to take inspired action. Right. That's the key. Right. You can't just let's say, okay, I want this and let's do that. You, you just do everything for me. And I just sit there. No, right. you have to take inspired action. Mm-hmm. But instead of sitting there, oh my God, how am I supposed to do this? How am I supposed to do this? No, inspired action, meaning you just do what you've been doing mm-hmm. and you don't attach yourself to oh my god how am i supposed to make this happen because you don't know how but when you let it go when you surrender it and when you just you know allow it to happen the how will show up once you focus Mm -hmm. on what you want to accomplish and feel good about it and you can Mm -hmm. see it like uh uh, wayne dyer said believe it before you can see it and that's what i'm talking about you know have that mental picture decide on what you want feel really really good about it and then just let it happen because the how will show up because you don't know the how because you've never done it. Mm-hmm. So if you focus on the how the heck am I supposed to make this happen, you're not going, you're putting the brakes on what you want to achieve. You're putting mm-hmm. the, the, the brakes in, in it and you're going to be stuck. But just let it flow. Take inspired right. action and just know that it will happen. And it will right. happen. It's funny, as you were talking about that, and we've only got a couple minutes left, um, I was remembering I was I was a guest lecturer many years ago for a, a, a college course, and it was on communications and how to get ahead and, you know, all those various things. And, and I was telling these students, and they were all seniors about to graduate, I said, you should all have business cards. I, you know, and, and, and I said, and what I want you to put on that business card is what your your ultimate title would be you know, CEO, president, whatever. And I said, you know, and and that's what you want to start putting out to the universe. Mm -hmm. And it was so funny because one of the the young women in there, I, you know, because I went around the room and I said, you know, what would you put on there? And, you know, there were people that wanted to be, you know, one guy wanted to work for Sports Illustrated. I said, fine, put that on your business card, you know, and all these things. And, And this one young girl, I got to her and she said, I want to be part of the White House press corps. And I said, really? And she said, yes. And I said, just last week, I met someone in the White House press corps. I'd be happy to introduce you. And I mean, it was just this whole weird, everything came together moment. Now, I don't know if she did. You know, I did introduce him. I have, you know, I, I didn't keep in touch. And this has been long enough ago. I don't even remember her name. But when you put it out there, it's as you said, it will come back to yeah. you. So if you're putting out there, well, you know, I'm okay with my business just being okay. Then it will stay that way. Right. You know, but if you say, I want to be the best darn whatever the heck it is that you are, then you will be the best darn whatever the heck it is. Exactly. Well, oh my gosh, Kay, we only have about a minute left and we didn't even talk about some of the technical things about business and, and all those, but that's okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, all those things and, and, and people can find that information on your website. So tell people how they find you and connect with you and, you know, how they can be part of the Mindset Mastery Program. Uh, well, they can go to my website. I mean, I highly suggest, you know, if they want to learn a little bit more about that program, download that ma- Mindset Magic uh, ebook. It's, uh, it's K- nine pages. Yes, folks. it's Don't not that long. Panic. It just really outlines, you know, the five steps that I was really talking about. And if that is, if it's in alignment with you, you know, then feel free, feel free to reach out to me, or you can actually go to my website, uh, ksatters.com forward slash 
Mindset Mastery, all one word. And then you can learn more about the actual program. Because in that program, I go deep into each of those five steps. You, you get all the tools that you need to really create the life and business of your dreams from a mindset standpoint, you know. And so if they're interested in that, you know, just, you know, I highly suggest, you know, check it out. If you are stuck right now and if any of the stuff that I that I talked about from the mindset piece really resonates with you, with you that probably means that you have some inner gremlins that in deep down, you really want to get rid of that so you know i highly suggest download my ebook i mean it is free nine pages not gonna take you that long you know and then you know maybe check out my mindset mastery uh a course or reach out to me my email is k at ksanders.com i do offer complimentary sessions so if anyone would like to you know talk a little bit about you know what their inner gremlins are what their possibilities are in their business to really make their business a huge success i would love to have a complimentary session with them well, we are out of time, and we've got so much more to talk about, so we'll just have you on again. Okay, the way sounds fine. <laughs> um, so I am Deb Creer. I've been having a fabulous time talking with Kay Sanders. She can be found at ksanders.com. Um, un until next week, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.